the Lord. Our gospel this morning comes from St. Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20, and can be found on page 1550 of your pew Bible. Matthew records, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So today is the start of a new part of the church year. So far, the church year has been full of many special seasons and events. You'll recall that we began last December with Advent and its theme of Christ's coming. And then we celebrated the 12 days of Christmas, followed by the Epiphany. And in late winter and early spring, there was Ash Wednesday, there was Lent, there was Holy Week, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter. Then there was the Ascension, and last week we celebrated the Pentecost, and today we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Trinity. And up until this point in the church year, we have had very many special days and seasons. That, the, that is the, the reason that the first half of the church year is called the festival half of the church year. And so after today, there are no major festivals until the church year begins again with Advent. So we are about to begin the non-festival half of the year. That is the long season of green. You'll see I'll be wearing a green stole. The pyramids will be green. You won't see the Paschal candle here, the Christ candle, lit unless we have it for a uh, baptism or for a uh, funeral. So things are kind of just easing out right now. And as we begin the non-festival half of this year, the readings for this day, they have a common theme of beginnings. 
The Old Testament reading from Genesis, it tells us of the beginning of the world. We heard, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then Ken read the epistle, and that contains a part of Peter's sermon that he preached on that Pentecost that signaled the beginning of the New Testament church. And then finally, the gospel today contains the institution of holy baptism, which is the beginning of our lives in the holy Christian church. So, on this feast of the Holy Trinity, each of these readings also calls attention to the, well, to one person of the Trinity. For example, the Old Testament reading tells of creation, and we generally ascribe that work of the creation to the Father. And the second reading is part of the history of the church, and we generally ascribe planting, nurturing of faith, and the birth of the church to the Holy Spirit. And then the gospel shows Jesus teaching and instituting a sacrament that these are the works that we generally ascribe to Jesus, the Son of God. So each of our readings focuses on one member of the Trinity. Now while each of these readings calls attention to one member of the Trinity, they they also, this is important, call attention to the fact that the three persons of the one God all work together. As the Father creates the heaven and earth, there is, you'll recall, a spirit hovering over the face of the waters. As Peter preaches by the power of the Holy Spirit, he preaches about the Son. And as Jesus established the sacrament of holy baptism, he tells us to baptize in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So whenever we see one person of the triune God take a leading role, we always, always find the other two persons making their contribution. This is especially clear in the work that the Son of God did when he took on our human nature. Even his conception as a man was a team effort. When the Son took on our human nature, God the Father sent him, and he was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Here we see all three persons of the Trinity at work. And that same triune God that was working together at his incarnation continued to do so all throughout his life. Jesus began his public ministry at his baptism. What happened? Do you remember? The Holy Spirit 
came down as a dove. We hear the Father declare that Jesus is his beloved Son and that he is well pleased with Jesus. And Jesus began his mission of salvation together with the Father and the Holy Spirit. And all are active in completing our salvation. Jesus regularly prayed to his Father, and the Spirit was with him every step of the way. And then came the final days of his life. It was only on the cross that Jesus was ever alone. Even as his father abandoned him as he went through hell for us, even though Jesus was alone in his suffering, we know that the influence of the father was still there and Jesus was carrying out his father's will by going to the cross. And then on Easter morning, the Father raised him from the dead. And later when Jesus ascended into heaven, he sent his Holy Spirit to establish and to nurture the church. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, began, continued, and ended his time here on earth in complete harmony with the other persons of the Trinity. Now, we, on the other hand, we did not remain in harmony with the triune God. We began well enough. Today's Old Testament reading tells us that on the sixth day of creation, the triune God formed our first father, Adam, from the dust of the ground. And Abba Father, God, Dad said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created humanity in his image. Sinless, he created humanity. Immortal, intelligent, and with a soul that was breathed into us by the very breath of God. We were to act on God's behalf and rule in his name. God gave us the most excellent beginning and he declared us to be very good. Well, as we know the story, the goodness didn't last very long. You see, that serpent got into the garden and he enticed our first parents to, to doubt God's goodness. And our first parents began to think that they knew better than God. And instead of honoring God by declining the forbidden fruit. They dishonored him by taking the fruit and eating it. They sinned against God 
And with that sin, they brought death into the world. And our first parents broke their relationship with God, and we have been unable to restore that relationship ever since. Each and every one of us has inherited that, that broken relationship. It is that broken relationship that makes life on this earth so hard. We all have hassles, stuff going on in our lives. Y'all are probably familiar with Murphy's Law, right? Murphy was actually an optimist because he said something to this effect, if anything can go wrong, it will go wrong at the worst possible time and in the worst possible way. We live with frustration, with danger, injury, and disease. And sooner or later, each and every one of us, we will die. And all of these are the results and the symptoms of our sin, our broken relationship with the true triune God. It's a broken relationship that can only end in both temporal and eternal death. Now, the really frustrating part of all of this is that we can't fix it on our own. Even Paul, the apostle, he had to admit this. He did in the book of Romans on chapter 7, verse 19. He said, I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is exactly what I keep on doing. So even those who love God find it impossible to keep his commands. And since we can never heal that relationship, God is our only hope. Only he can renew that relationship. Only he can make it just as if we never sinned. Only he can justify and that is exactly what he did when the Son of God, Jesus Christ, came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man. And that is the reason that he suffered hell on the cross as the Father forsook him. He endured all this in order to renew that relationship that he originally had with us in Eden. So how do we receive that new relationship? Well, once again, we see the teamwork of the triune God at work. Just as the Father sent the Son to earn our forgiveness, so he sends the Holy Spirit to offer that forgiveness to us through the gift of faith. In today's gospel, Jesus tells us how the Holy Spirit gives that gift of faith. The Holy Spirit 
works through the church to make disciples. He begins with holy holy baptism in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And he continues by teaching those disciples, those baptized believers, to observe all that Jesus commanded. And as the church follows Christ's instructions to baptize and teach, the Holy Spirit works through holy baptism. The Holy Spirit works through the word and instruction in the doctrines that Jesus Christ gave to create and to strengthen faith in us. So today's gospel not only relates Christ's instructions to baptize and teach, but it also tells us this, that this is exactly how the Holy Spirit will make disciples and gather them in his church. On this Holy Trinity Sunday, our readings remind us once again of the unity of the three persons in one God. And even though each person of the Trinity has his primary, primary role, that is, the Father as Creator, the Son as Redeemer, and the Holy Spirit as Sanctifier, each person of the Trinity is involved with everything that God does, especially and the work of redeeming us from sin, death, and the power of the devil. For we are justified by God the Father's grace for God the Son's sake through God the Holy Spirit's gift of faith. So we see that in all things, especially our salvation, the Father is God, the Son is God, and the Holy Spirit is God. Yet, there are not three gods, but one God. In the name of Jesus, amen.